أعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم الحمد لله والصلاة والسلام على رسول الله وعلى آله وصحبه أجمعين السلام عليكم ورحمة الله وبركاته نواصل الحديث عن من الشيطان وفي هذه الآية الكريمة الله سبحانه وتعالى يتكلم عن a concept called الولاية or الولي من يعرف شنو معنات الولي؟ What does a ولي mean in the Quran؟ ولي ملك ملك؟ لا من يأتي من بعده من يأتي من بعده؟ Not really ولي ولي anybody؟ Yes Best friend Very good So الولي is the best friend زين فالله سبحانه وتعالى says أعوذ بالله من الطن الرجيم الله ولي الذين آمنوا Wow. Allah is the best friend of men. Of who? Believers. Believers. Can you imagine that? Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala being your best friend. How amazing is that? Okay. Then Allah says, When you become Allah's best friend, what do you get? What are the fruits of this friendship? He takes you out of the darknesses into light. Okay? And what do you notice? What's the difference between darknesses and light? Can you figure out something? Very good. Plural and singular. Okay? But when Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, whenever He talks about darkness in the Quran, He mentioned it, mentions it in the plural. And when He talks about light, is it plural? Is it one light or many lights? One light. Okay? One light. Let's talk about this. You know, what does it mean to have dhulumat? What does it mean to have multiple darknesses? Why did Allah make it in plural? Hey, give me examples. What does it mean? Yani? Okay. Fa darknesses here is referring to sayyat, different kinds of sins that you do. Okay. Remember khutuwat al-shaytan? Shaitan has multiple steps. He can get you from different angles, different directions. He has different motivations. But the light is, how many lights do you have? What is that light? The light of Salat al-Mustaqeem also, right? But another thing in the Quran that you notice is the, the difference between Salat. Allah never, never calls Salat in plural in the Quran. Who knows what does Allah use for path, for, for the wrong paths in plural in the Quran? Who knows? The different kinds of paths. So Allah says the right path is one. But the wrong paths is? What does He call it in the Quran? What's the term for it? As-subul. As-subul. From Sabil. Okay? Subul. So when it comes to plural, subul is used. When it comes to sarat, it's mustaqim, it's one. Nafs al-shay here, light is one. It is the light of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. It is the light of Quran. It's the light of the Prophet It's the light of tawheed. Okay? Whereas zulumat is zulumat of shirk, kufr, nifaq, sins, backbiting, lying, cheating. There's so many different kinds of darknesses. For... For shaitan, does he care which darkness he puts you in? No. 
Another thing about darkness versus light, and uh, what's the significance of darkness? What happens to people when it becomes dark? Imagine this room becomes pitch black. What's the first reaction that's going to happen? You can't see. And how are you going to feel? What are the emotions that are going to be there? Panic. Why panic? Why do people panic when it's dark? You can't see anything. So what? You don't know what's happening. You're scared of the unseen. Right? There's fear. Fear of what? When it's completely dark, it's fear of what? Not fear of death, but fear of any kind of threat, right? Then when you're, when there's light and someone's coming to punch you, can you see him coming? Yes. Can you protect yourself? Yes. But when it's dark and someone's coming to attack you, well, uh, cause you harm, can you see it coming? No. What are you gonna feel? Uh, what are you gonna feel? Pain. You're gonna feel pain instantly. Without being able to defend yourself. This is what Dhulumat is talking about. Now, when you are in the darknesses of shaitan, okay, what does he do? He makes, you feel pain. he makes you feel pain without even knowing that he's attacking you. Then you become blinded. You become blinded in the darknesses of shaitan. How does this work? Is it khan kalam and darknesses and how do how do we come blinded? And is it like a blindfold that's really? Well I shouldn't know. Some little one small thing can become something very big. Yes, very good. Zakrun, we talked about this, right? Becoming desensitized when you don't have sensitivity to the sins you're committing. Okay? But one skin one sin after another after another. Chiftul al the onion, okay? Has anyone ever peeled an onion? Yes, Hajar has peeled an onion. Okay, very good. Yeah. <laughs> Most of us have eaten onions. Very few have peeled. But what's so special about an onion? It has so many layers. Hey, you remove one layer, then what comes next? Another layer, and another layer, and another layer. Yes. And it makes you cry when you peel them. So that's, that's really what Zulumat is about, by the way. Insan, on the outside, what do we all pretend that we are? Onion. No, not onion. <laughs> what? We all pretend <laughs> that we're a good person and we dress nicely and we, maybe we're praying, maybe we're reading Quran, maybe we're attending jars. But who knows what kind of layers are beneath the outside? Many of Allah and yourself. Well, shaitan's goal is to make the inside many, many layers of zulumat. Well, subhanallah, the light, likes. when it's light, Sean, how do you feel emotionally, psychologically? How do you feel? You feel comfortable, صح? it's comforting. Actually, the nice homes, when you make a nice home, what do you want more of in your house? Not just furniture, what, what's the most important thing in your house? Lighting. lighting. The most important thing when it comes to building your dream home is going to be lighting. 
the more lighting you have, Ashantili, the, the modern housing now is all about big windows. Lish, you want light to come in. Uh, when you have more light in, how do you feel? Happy. Happy, you feel comfortable. It, it gives you this sense of uh, you know, joy. That's why, what's the torture for the... What's the worst torture you can put a criminal through besides execution? You know what it's called? It's called solitary confinement. What does solitary confinement mean? They put you in a box that's completely dark with no sunlight. And Huh. Okay, I don't know vitamins. For how long? For some years. But what do they do? They just open, there's a small box opening. They give you some food. Why do they give you food? So that you can stay alive. So you can keep feeling the Keep feeling the pain. So, subhanAllah, يعني, Zulumat is actually torture psychologically. Okay, and this is the tricks of shaitan. He wants you to be in dhulmat. Whereas light is one nur. Well, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, one of his names, one of his beautiful names is what? An-Nur. Sah? An-Nur. Allahu nuru samawati wal-ard. Subhanallah. When, when you're with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, when you're his best friend, when you're his wali, then what does he make your life filled with? Safety, comfort, joy, and that's Israt al-Mustaqeem. It's a Sarat of joy and peace. And everything is clear for you. Ahain, let's go deeper. What's clear for you? What do you see clearly when you're, you're wali of Allah? Hmm? It does. You see what's... You perfectly clearly see what's good and what's bad. You, you see shaitan coming at you. When it's zulumat, do you see shaitan coming at you? No. Is he going to get you and you're going to feel the pain? Yeah. Listen, when you have nur of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, when, you, when you're his best friend, he will give you the opportunity or the ability to see shaitan's arrows coming. Right? You see one arrow coming, you move out of the way, you move out of the way. You see يعني, bad friends or bad company, you know I, I shouldn't go there. Your friends are telling you, Allah, let's go to that place. You know that place, La, shaitan, I'm not going to go. Your friend send you something on your message, on your phone. You know this is dhulumat. One message after another and after it's going to get you into that dhulumat. One video after another video after another video, dhulumat. So what do you say? You stay away. Why? Then you want to keep your heart clean. Well, dhulumat impact the hearts. Remember this. Dhulumat impact the hearts. Ashantidhi, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala talks about finas, qulubuhum. They will be filled with these layers of darknesses. Tafun, what happens when your heart becomes black with darkness? You don't see good from bad, number one. You keep getting hurt and feeling pain. You don't even know why. You don't feel what? You don't feel bad. You don't feel... Um, you know, love towards anybody, you become very tough heart, very يعني, yeah, unfriendly heart. There's evil inside of you. You wish bad for others. Then, 
That's why so many people ترى يعني أكسام. So many people they do الغيبة. تعرفوا شنو الغيبة يعني؟ شنو معنات الغيبة؟ When you talk about someone behind their back in a good way or a bad way? Bad way. Something that you would not say in front of them. And هذه it's a sign of darkness of the heart. Then you're making fun of someone else. You think you're better than that person. And you want to make fun of that person. You want to put him at a lower you know, place than what Allah has put him in. فالظلمات والنور. النور It makes you see the threats in your life. كل threats that shaitan is going to put you through. بس ظلمات also means شنو من الظلم. شنو مفرد كلمات ظلمات؟ ظلام أولا which is darkness. But there is another meaning for another embedded meaning for ظلام. ممتاز الظلم which is what? شنو الظلم؟ In English it's called injustice. صح؟ فسبحان الله الله سبحانه وتعالى chose the word injustice أو الظلم to match with darkness. It has the same meaning inside of it. كأنه شنو؟ كأنه الله is telling us that the one who does injustice his life is going to be filled with darkness. That act of injustice is an act of darkness. Subhanallah. You can do dhulm to others and you can do dhulm to who? Yourself. Mumtaz Hajar. Okay? Actually, they're both the same thing. Doing dhulm to others is equal to doing dhulm to yourself. Many that are going to say, and how and why. Because you're giving yourself, so you're Yes. Uh-huh. Very good. So you get more black and Indian. Yeah. I'll go to Shay. Really cool. Very interesting stuff. Okay. I just I was reading this today. Very interesting stuff. But there's this guy who's doing some research on medicine in the Quran. Then health in the Quran. He looked at Surah Al-Balad. Oh, sorry. Watini was Zaytun. Surah Al-Tin. According to him, it's Surah Al-Teen is the Surah of Health and Medicine in the Quran. Okay? But listen carefully. Gal, وَهَذَا الْبَلَدِ الْأَمِينِ It's not really talking about Mecca and the purity of the city of Mecca. وَهَذَا الْبَلَدِ الْأَمِينِ According to him, is your body. هَذَا الْبَلَدِ refers to your body. وفي القرآن, Allah talks about countries or cities with different words. What are the three types of words used for cities in the Quran? One of it is Balad. Close, Joseph. Mufrad. Medina, very good. And? Qariya. Three different words for cities in the Quran. By the way, when you open the translation, what do you see? City, city, city. When Allah says Medina, it's city. When Allah says Qariya, it's city. When Allah says Balad, it's city. But Allah used different words for different meanings. They say that Balad is referred to city with life. It refers to a city with life. You know, environment, plants, fruits, animals. This idea of a city filled with life is called Balad. And Medina refers to a city when it comes to managing a city. Whenever Allah mentions Medina in the Quran, it's talking about 
the governance of a city and the constitution of a city. When the Prophet did migration, it was all about creating a constitution, the legal framework. And Qarya refers to, who can guess? The, the thinking of a nation. That's why whenever Allah talks about destruction of cities, He, meant, he uses the word Qarya. Usually these, these cities, they have يعني, wrong thoughts of kufr and they deny their, their prophets. But Allah destroys these cities and He calls them Qarya. But anyway, coming back to Al-Balad Al-Ameen, He says, هذا Al-Balad Al-Ameen, SubhanAllah, Allah has made your body Ameen. What does not Ameen? Not safe. What does Ameen mean? From Amana, what does it mean? Yirja'lak, close, protects you. You can count on your body to protect you. What is Amana? I give you this, Jassim, and I tell you, listen, keep it with you. Next week, inshallah, I'm going to come, and please give it back to me. He takes care of it for you in your absence. Yeah? But if I came back next week, you did give it to me, safe and sound, it's perfect. Are you Amin? Inshallah, you're Amin. Best if you lost it or if you broke it. Are you Amin? No. That's what Amin means. But Allah says, He swears by our balad, our, our bodies, and it is Amin. It is built What's the amana of the body? What's the protective system of the body that protects you from harm? Immunity. The immune system, Allah here is saying that our bodies have a perfect immune system. That بالفطرة is going to protect us from all harm. This is a gift that Allah has given us. Thus, when the human being starts becoming, starts breaking his trust with people around him, then what happens to the immune system? It starts also denying and it starts breaking the trust, subhanAllah. Yes, but subhanAllah, your actions with people affect your immune system. But if you break a trust with someone, the body is going to say, fine, you want to break stuff with people? You want to break your promises with people? I'll start breaking promises with the bacteria that's attacking me. And then next day, what do you have? You have stomach pain, you have back pain. You have neck pain, you have digestion issues, you have sore throat. Now, what do we usually do when, when we have a sore throat or a back pain? Or a neck? What's the first thing you get besides strepsils or Panadol? You go see a doctor, thinking that nah, doctor is going to help. Fine, doctors help. But is that treating the core of the issue? No. When next time you get sick, what are you supposed to be reminded of? Yes, remember, oh, who did I break my trust with? Is it my parents? Did I lie at them? Is it the teacher that I was disrespectful to? Did I break a trust with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala by seeing something that displeases him? Did I break a trust with Allah by saying something bad to someone? First, subhanAllah, I see how spirituality and biology actually are one and the same thing. They affect each other. But in school and when you go study medicine in college, do they teach it to you together or separate? 
Shalaikum. Do they teach biology? Do they teach the subject of immunity in the body with the spiritual element? Is it? They don't, right? It's missing. They separate the two. Spirituality has nothing to do with biology. Best the Quran proves otherwise. فَالظُّلُمَاتِ النُّورِ فَوَدْ دُوِي سَيْ اللَّهُ وَلِيُّ الَّذِينَ آمَنُوا يُخْرِجُهُمْ مِنَ الظُّلُمَاتِ إِلَى النُّورِ Allah says, be my best friend, be my wali, and I will take you out of all the darknesses in your life. All the sufferings and pains and miseries in your life. I will take you out of them into the light of Allah. I will give you joy and happiness and inner peace. وَالَّذِينَ كَفَرُوا Those who don't want this deal. And this is the deal that Allah is putting in place. As for those who deny, Al-Kufr is denying, by the way. Al-Kufr is also the opposite of shukr in the Arabic language. Did you know this? The opposite of shukr in the Arabic is kufr. If you want to be ungrateful for all the blessings Allah has given you, if you want to be ungrateful for Allah's offer to be your best friend, is there a better offer than this? Allah offering to be your best friend. And giving you protection and paradise on, on earth and the hereafter. Mafi offer Best if you would reject this offer, kafaru, who are their best friends? Tagut is another word in the Quran for it comes from Tagha. Tagha? Crosses the boundaries, Yani. Okay? It's, a, it's actually one of the names of shaitan in the Quran. Taghut is a system where you cross all boundaries that Allah has put in place. Okay? Taghut, Allah is saying, those who deny, those who are ungrateful, who are their best friends? Mu best friend, wahid. Best friends. Who are, who's his best friends? Awliya'uhum. In plural. Who are his best friends? He's not going to have one... One... Bad best friend. How many? He's going to attract, you know, multiple bad friends. Subhanallah. The, the idea of attraction. If you want to be negative, if you want to have kufr, fine. Allah is going to make, attract in your life people who are going to get you into more and more dark, darknesses. They will take you out of any light in your life. They'll take you out of it and pull you into what? Subhanallah, it's the opposite. These bad friends, these awliya, if you reject Allah's offer, they will become your best friends. And any good in your life, any, any sign of nur in your heart, he will t they will take you out and make sure that you're drowning in dhulumat. Subhanallah. Okay? The blessings of this ayah is, you know, Allah has given us the choice. Which offer do you want? The offer of being Allah's best friend or the offer of being Shaitan's best friend? Each one has its consequences. Very clear. But Allah says about these people who, who took the wrong deal, They are in fact the friends of a nar. They will stay in it forever. Question. Which nar is this talking about? Which nar? There's two nars. Oh, by the way, nar in the Quran Kareem refers to pain. Then when you touch fire, what happens? Yeah, before getting burnt. 
you feel pain صح? why do we why are we afraid of the fire pain you're afraid of pain you don't want suffering Allah is saying these people who decide to choose the second option they will feel pain after pain after pain not not only in akhirah in dunya now the pain of dunya is it fire what's the pain of dunya suffering what kind of suffering amthala give me examples okay divorce depression hmm? no money good financial difficulties bad health sicknesses diseases cancer okay family issues psychological issues nar after nar and Allah says hum fiha khalidun they will be in it forever fi dunya and akhirah subhanallah so it's talking about this yani al-adhab unfortunately shaitan ta'afun what he's done he's made us hatta fi tafsir shaitan has messed up our tafsir of the ayat whenever you read the word ashabun nar shuna yi fi balkum what's the first thing that comes to your mind nar of akhirah inshallah dunya is okay nar of akhirah yani it's far away but there's a nar in dunya also that we're unaware of. Okay? But let's move on, inshallah. Surah Al-A'raf. Allah is talking to who now? Shaitan. Shaitan. What prevented you from doing sajda to me when I commanded you? Allah is saying, I commanded you. Amartuk. What prevented you? Allah wants to understand deep down inside what was the reason behind this disobedience. Sahulullah disobedience. Okay. Qala. What does Shaitan say? Yalla, minigra. Ana khairun min. Remember these three words. Ana khairun min. Shunahadi. I am better than him. Okay. You created me from fire and you created him from clay. Let me ask you, is fire better than clay? No. Why is shaitan using that? As a, as a justification for his disobedience. Fire goes up, clean stays down. So which one's better? Clean takes out the fire. So which one is more superior, actually? Teen is better than fire, actually. Teen is more powerful than fire. What do you throw to put off the fire? Teen, water and sand. These buckets that they have for putting off fire. Ta'afun, what shaitan is doing here? He's using false logic. And sometimes we do these things also sometimes. When you make a mistake, you try to justify yourself with with false logic. Lish. You 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 want to you don't want to accept that you are wrong, basically. So you try to justify it with anything that doesn't make sense. Or you insist, you insist on what? That I am, that I was, I was right, Mumtaz. This is really deep down, that's what's happening. Shaitan now and already Allah is putting him in a corner. I asked you to do sajda, you didn't do sajda. 
And what was the easy way out for shaitan? Yes, Ya Allah. I messed up really. Well, I'm so sorry. Can I go to sajda to him now? Please, Ya Allah. Please forgive me. Sah? Easy way out. But what's shaitan doing? His arrogance is leading him to do what? To try to justify false with false logic. And that, no, Ya Allah. I have a reason. I'm better than him. He should do sajda to me. Why should I do sajda to him? In a way, shaitan is arguing. But what we're learning here is hatta arguing when it comes to these issues, commands of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that are clear, black and white. Arguing, I'm in Safat Min. Shaitan. Shaitan. Bani Israel ma Musa alayhi salam. What did Musa tell them? Kill a cow. Uqtulu baqara. Aw idbahu baqara. Sah? Slaughter a cow. Any cow. Usura, Surah al-Baqarah is named after the story. The second surah after Fatiha, the second surah of the Mus'haf is talking about this story of Bani Israel messing up with their Prophet. Bani Israel, they were arguing with Musa Which color is it? Is it thin or fat? Is it young or old? Okay. Lema Allah chose for them a really unique color, yellow color cow. That's neither fat nor slim, that's neither young nor old. And they found it and they, they slaughtered it. Okay. Whenever you feel you're better than others, when you feel that you want to be right and you want to prove others wrong, you have a sign of shaitan in you. When you want to win and you want others to lose, you have a shaitan in you. When you make fun of others, you're saying, Ana khayrun min. You're saying, Ana khayrun min. I'm better than him. I can make fun of them. When you shout at someone and you disrespect them and you dishonor them, you're saying, Ana khayran min. Hattalaw is a waiter. Hattalaw is someone who's cleaning your car or your garbage, or whatever. Ana khayran min is the small idol in all of us, which is called the ego, that we have to destroy. You take it out and you, you break it. Salah, that's what Salah does. Those who attended uh, Divine Connection, we talked about this. Salah is an act, actually an exercise five times a day to destroy the ego in your heart. To destroy al-ana khayrun min, the ana, me. You're, to claim that, Ya Allah, I've broken all the idols. Well, Allah wants us to do this over and over and over and over again. Lish. Shmana. Then it keeps coming what? Keeps coming back. Who makes it come back? Shaitan. Shaitan makes it come back. Now this is Shaitan's biggest game. To make you feel that you're better than others. Okay? But constantly, we remind ourselves, Subhana Rabbi. Yani, pay attention to this point, okay? Shouldn't I not abd? Slave. Okay? Or Rabb, yani, you know, master. Okay? Master, slave. Obviously, when you're a slave, is there something lower than you? No. In terms of titles, you have kings, princes, doctors, engineers. I don't know, I don't bad titles. Minister, soldier, army, colonel, whatever. You have these titles in front of names, right? What's the lowest title you can have in front of your name? Abd. Mafi shay. 
adna min al-abd. But Allah chose this title for who? For all of us. Why? Because for him it's nothing higher. He's the highest. He's the Rabb. The highest title. And he gave us what? The? Why did he give us the lowest title? Why didn't he give us like, you know, Prince, Prince Jossam and Prince Tarak? He's telling us and he's putting us in our place. Tarento, what were you created from? And Teen is also from the lowest part of the earth, right? Allah is reminding us, you are Teen, you're going to go back into Teen. But, is Allah dishonoring us with this title? The complete opposite. Whoever accepts this title in his life, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will raise you up and give you the highest honor in this dunya and in akhirah. This is the beauty of this title. Yes, it may sound like you're the lowest, but if you accept this title, Allah will raise you up higher than any other title in this dunya. Allah even calls Rasul Abd. Subhanalladhi asra bi abdihi. Yani in Surah Al Isra, Allah is saying, the Prophet, where did Allah choose to take him? Where did Allah choose to take Rasul? The highest level of Jannah. Basically, it was a tour of Jannah. صح? After going from Mecca to Jerusalem, he flew where? To the highest level. But what title did Allah give him? Subhanalladhi asra bi'abdihi. From abd, he took him all the way up to the highest levels of Jannah. To remind us in that, we are nothing but abd. In salah, how many times Allah reminds us that he's master and we're abd? How many times do we say, Rabb fi salah. Think about it. Alhamdulillahi Rabbil Alameen. Ba'din, Allahu Akbar, what do you say? Subhana Rabbiyal Azim. Subhana Rabbiyal Azim. Subhana Rabbiyal Azim. Ba'din, Sami'allahu Lamin Hamida. Rabbana Lakal Hamd. Then you fall down Sajda. Subhana Rabbiyal A'la. Subhana Rabbiyal A'la. Subhana Rabbiyal A'la. في الجلوس الله أكبر يسير رب اغفر لي رب اغفر لي and then you fall down and say that again سبحان ربي الأعلى سبحان ربي الأعلى سبحان في الركعة الواحدة we're saying رب or we're reminding ourselves that Allah is رب and we are slave thirteen times in one ركعة multiply that by four ما حد يعرف ماذا fifty two Yani, inshallah, when you pray, we have 52 chances to break this idol. Ana khayrun min. I am bas abd. Rasulullah, when he was first given the revelation, shouldn't go Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Iqra bismi man. Rabbik. Yani, the first introduction to the Prophet, Deen, Rabb. Musa السلام, when he went to meet Allah, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala on the mountain, what did Allah tell him? Ya Musa, inni ana rabbuk fakhla'ana alayk. Okay, for rabb, 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 rabb. Ah, very important point. Pay attention. 
Shaitan, if you pay attention to his language, he says, I am better than him. خَلَقْتَنِي مِنْ نَارِ وَخَلَقْتَهُ مِنْ طِينِ يعني put a line under خَلَقْتَنِي and خَلَقْتَهُ شو معنات خَلَقْتَنِي and خَلَقْتَهُ You created me and you created him. What does shaitan know? That Allah is the creator. Al-Khaliq. One of the beautiful names of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is what? Al-Khaliq. The one who creates everything. فلحظة لحظة wait wait شيطان believes that Allah is the creator and yet where is he is he a Muslim ولا لا is he ever gonna be in Jannah are you gonna by by accident see him in Jannah لا what are we learning here what are we learning here He has knowledge. If you give shaitan an exam, 10 questions about Allah, about Tawheed, about Quran, about Jannah, about Nar, would he pass? If, if you sent shaitan to the, you know, uh, one of the universities of Islamic universities of Saudi would he pass? He, he would be a top, top, A, a student. He would be a PhD. In Aqidah and Tawheed and everything. But is knowledge enough? What's more important, knowledge or guidance? Guidance. Unfortunately, we're living in times where what's given more weight? Knowledge or guidance? Knowledge. Where did you graduate from? How many hadiths have you memorized? How much Quran have you memorized? Can you speak Arabic or no? Which university did you graduate from? Who is your Shaykh? Guidance has no weight. It's about knowledge, knowledge, knowledge. Okay, let me ask you a question. If you have two people, okay? One person has zero knowledge about Islam, about Seerah, about any of this. All he knows is now I have to pray, I have to be honest, I have to be kind, I have to be a nice, merciful person. Then, and he prays five times a day, he's nice to his parents. If he's a simple guy, miskin, ma, he doesn't even know how to speak Arabic, okay? Zero knowledge about Islam, zero information about Islam, but his heart is clean. He has guidance. Okay, Hadi Insan, person A. And you have person B, who is a PhD in Islamic studies and Sharia and Usul al-Fiqh and Hadith, okay? And he, he has memorized Bukhari and Muslim and Quran and everything. But his heart is filled with arrogance. He thinks he's better than other shaykhs. And he thinks he's more superior. In front of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, who will have a higher weight? Or, or, or heavier weight? Hmm? Person A. Lish. Yes. Because he had what? He had guidance. In salah, what do we ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala? Do we ask about knowledge? What do we say? For us, knowledge is secondary. Yes, we need knowledge to stay on the right track. Who are dhalleen? What would make you go off track? What would make you go off track? But lack of what? Lack of knowledge 
and wrong knowledge, these two things will make you from dhalleen. Maghlubi alayhim, you know what their problem is? They have knowledge, but they do it anyway. Because they have this, these desires. They know certain things are wrong, they do it anyway. They're like, ah, you know, I know it's haram, but I'll do it anyway. Kefi. It's up to me. Dhalleen, msakin, they don't know. Or, or, or maybe they've been given wrong information by their parents. Maybe they've been given wrong information by their earlier ancestors and generations. And they're believing that, well, we can't be wrong. My grandparents can't be wrong. Their, their grand-grand-grandparents can't be wrong. For misinformation or wrong information takes you off track. For ilm is important. But what do we, what's more superior? Guidance, hidayah. Guidance is more important. Thakr The shaitan believed in the creator. Ilyom, there are so many Muslims today who believe in the creator. Best they are disobeying Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. You ask them, do you believe in Allah? Yes, of course. Are you praying five times a day? Uh... No, I'm, I try, I need to go to Jum'ah to Jum'an. I can't, I'm busy. Mandi worked. But I'm trying, inshallah, I'll get there. And they're back by, and I won't even talk about sins like alcohol or zina, these are minor sins. Bigger sins like ghiba, like judging other people, like thinking you're better than others, arrogance, these sins. Being someone who's pessimistic, someone who's ungrateful. Okay? Fa, is it clear? Ah, check this one out. Ta'afun shaitan, when uh, Allah basically decided that shaitan is going to go to, is going to be kicked out of Jannah, what did, what did Iblis do? He did something amazing. Allah told him, you know, you're supposed to do, you're supposed to obey me, you didn't obey me. What did Iblis do? Allah was going to kick him out of Jannah forever. Iblis, what did he say? Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. He said, what did he say? He said, Lord, let me look to the day they Oh Allah, my master. Ya Allah, give me some time until the day of judgment. Don't, don't eliminate me yet. Give me some time until the day of judgment. Could Allah have eliminated Iblis after he disobeyed Allah? What did Iblis do here? What is Iblis doing here? What do we call that? Asking Allah for something. Hmm? Iblis knows the power of dua. And he made dua. By the way, was Iblis a master of dua or no? The Quran tell, tells us yes. Shlon. He asked once. What did Allah say immediately after that? قَالَ 
Done. You want an extension? Done. Yani Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, even Iblis, when he made dua, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala answered his dua immediately. Then Iblis had yaqeen. He was certain. If I ask Allah, he'll give me whatever I want. Iblis wasn't shy. Iblis wasn't embarrassed to ask. He asked and he got it. If you don't ask, you don't get. When was the last time you made dua for something big in your life yani, from Allah? You, know, you don't have to tell me. Just ask yourself. Was it last Ramadan? Was it last Umrah? You don't have to tell me. Just ask yourself. When was the last time you made dua? How big of a deal is dua in your life? Let's, يعني, let's compare to the life of the Prophet ﷺ. How important was dua in the life of the Prophet ﷺ? Very important. When he woke up, what did he say? Sunakani Gul. Alhamdulillah. Alladhi ahyana ba'dama amatana wa ilayhi nushur. Thank you, Allah, for bringing me back to life after I was dead. What is this called? This is a dua, by the way. Um, by the way, the Prophet ﷺ has said. Afwalu dhikr la ilaha illallah. The best dhikr you can do is say what? La ilaha illallah. And afwalu dua. What's the best dua you can make? It's two words. Rabbi Khfili Cham, Kalma Mu, two words. Thank you. Hadith Sahih. The best forms of dhikr is la ilaha illallah. And the best dua you can make is say alhamdulillah. Okay. The first thing he did when he woke up was make dua. Before going to the bathroom, what did he say? Allahumma inni a'udhu bika min al-khubthi wal-khaba'ath. What's he doing? He's making dua. He goes in the bathroom, doesn't remember Allah. You're not allowed to remember Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in the bathroom. Okay. So you come out of the bathroom and what did he say after the bathroom? Ghufranak. Shina ghufranak. What does ghufranak mean? You're asking Allah for forgiveness. What is that called? Dua again. He used to wear his clothes. What did he say? You just got out of the bathroom and going ready, getting ready to go to school. What did he wear? While he's wearing his clothes, what did he do? What did he say? Alhamdulillah alladhi kasani hadha. Kiswa, min al-kiswa. Alhamdulillah alladhi kasani hadha wa razaqanihi min ghayri hawlin minni wa laquwa. What is this? Dua again. Look at his entire day, 24 hours of his day. Every every moment of this day is just dua, 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 dua. Hmm? He's, he was connected to Allah. He knew his priorities. And Taban, he was a special, special human being. So special that Allah actually sent angels to clean his heart twice in his life. You know the story, right? When he was a young kid. His heart was actually 
ripped, his chest was ripped open and his heart was cleansed. But of course, he's, a, he's our teacher for Nahaya, صح? Yani, why are we supposed to follow his sunnah? What does it mean to follow his teachings? Whatever he did, free riwayat once, free twice. But we're supposed to follow his teachings. What does he teach us? He taught us, keep making dua to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. You need him. Shaitan doesn't, says he doesn't need. Ana khayrun man. But you need. You need him all the time. But ask yourself, when was the last time you asked Allah for something? And ask yourself, do I have a list? Madriyani, question this. You don't have to tell me, but how many of you have a list of at least 10 things that you want from Allah? Written down. Written down list of 10 things, 10 top things you want. Okay, very good. All of you need to have on a paper, specific, details, <laughs> exactly what you want. Lena, if you don't have a list, what does that mean? Yalla, tell me. Number one, you don't care. Thank you, Tara. What else? You're not serious. But if you don't have a list, what does that mean? You think you'll always get it? Okay. You don't ask, you don't even have any clue. You're clueless what you want. And I gave the example for the seminar about the Tafun Hail Genie in the bottle, Genie in the lamp. She's someone of the Arabic, right? Al-Marad, Al-Masbah. Okay, Al-Adin, I think it was. Yes, Aladdin. Hmm? Al-Azraq, yeah, the blue, the blue jinn from Aladdin. Eh? Now imagine, you're, before you're sleeping at night, this, not the blue jinn, let's say Allah sends an angel. And he says, Jasa, I've been sent by Allah to grant you three wishes. But you have 30 seconds to tell me what those wishes are. Shouldn't be clear. I'll ask for 10 more wishes. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to ask for at least 5 minutes or 10 minutes, huh? That's such, just try to put yourself in the situation. What would you do? You have 30 seconds to ask Allah for 3 wishes, guaranteed, answered. What would you do? Think fast. Think fast. It's too late. If you're going to think in 30 seconds, it's too late. What I'm trying to make you think about is that you got to be prepared. You have to already have that list in your mind. Boom, boom, boom. I want this, this, this. Done. This is, this is a sign that you have a clear vision. You have a clear mission in your life. You have a purpose. You have a clear sense of direction. This is where I want to be. This is where I want to go. Ya Allah, give, it, give me what I want. And you aim super high. You aim super, super, super high, then nothing's impossible. If Allah can answer the dua of Iblis, then trust me, He will surely answer your duas, especially if it's a dua to do something good for humanity. There's no way He can't accept your dua. Yani. <coughs> but who do we blame? <coughs> if, if we're like, uh, Genie, can we get an extension? Genie, sorry, start scratching your head. Madri, Wallah. Shabbi, Shabbi, Ana, Rowan, Palace, Car. Jet ski, I don't know, I don't know. And time's up. Sorry, gotta go. Nice try, but see you next time. He doesn't come back next day. Inshallah, you can tell him, you know, can you come back? I need to think about it. Can you come back next week, please? Why would he come back every day? 
<laughs> Come back every day. For Allah hasn't given us 30 seconds to ask. What's He given us? Our life. Lifetime. And while you're sitting here, you could have made 50 du'as. And super high du'as. Yes, so you have to be a good student and you have to listen, absolutely, yes. <laughs> but so you guys understand what I'm saying, sah? And Allah said, okay, you know what? I know you're busy with your day. At least five times a day for salah, I'll give you for each rak'ah, make dua. Connect your salah to your du'as. Because salat is dua. Fatiha is dua. And ibadah is dua. Prophet says, Addu'a huwa al-ibadah. Addu'a mukh al-ibadah. Allah created us to make du'a. Can you imagine this? Allah created us to make du'a to him. Oh, by the way, what's the difference between the du'a of paradise, of jannat al-akhirah, and the du'a of dunya? Minik dari gulli. What's the difference between du'a of jannah and the du'a of dunya? Are we going to be making du'a in jannah? Yeah, you will. But how? Do you have to raise your hands and memorize a dua? You think about it and it's instantly there. You don't have to even waste your time uttering the words. You think of a palace, there. You think of a swimming pool with Nutella chocolate, there. You think of a private jet, there. You think of Disneyland in your backyard, there. You think of a swimming pool, it's there. You think of a beachfront cottage, it's there. Instantly, instantly, instantly. You think of, of playing football with Umar, it's there. The team is there. Sahaba on one team, you and your buddies on one team. No, them. No duplicates. <laughs> Nothing's impossible to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. For the sisters, you can make dua. Just think, uh, you know, I really would like to have a, piece, uh, a cup of coffee with Aisha. Boom, she's there. You're having tea. And it's the best karak chai you can ever have. You want to sit with the Prophet, you are a prophet. Can you do tafsir surat al-balad for me? I really want to know what it's about. Done. You want to see Allah? Done. Okay, okay. What's the difference? It's not instant. It's not instant. That's the only difference, by the way. The only difference is it's not instant. Allah created us to make dua for Him in dunya, and we're going to continue doing the same thing in akhirah. In Akhirah, it's going to be fast, fast, fast forward. In dunya, it's a bit slow. It's a bit patience. Bit of patience. Okay? If I make du'as, make Allah your best friend. Be willing to be in the light of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and the nur of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Be aware of the dhulumat of shaitan. And remember that knowledge does not equal guidance. Guidance is far, far, far more precious 
than knowledge itself. Knowledge alone will be of no benefit. It is important. That's why you're here to learn. صح? But what should your niyyah be when you come here? Your niyyah should never ever be to learn. Your niyyah should be what? Ya Allah, I want to get closer to you. المستقيم, ya Allah, I want to be on your path and I want to get closer and closer and closer to you. Yani every week you come here, your niyyah should be, I want to get closer to you, Allah. I want to be your best friend. I want to get one step closer to you by coming. It's not about knowledge. You should not come here for knowledge. Okay? You want knowledge, you go to university, you go to a sheikh, go to a faqih. I'm not a faqih, I'm not a sheikh. I'm just here to get closer to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala myself. And hopefully you guys also benefit from that. Can you hire a faqih? Hire a faqih to do what? Yeah. Yeah, but Faqih is not going to be the best guy for Tafsir Quran. You need to hire a Mufassir for that. Yeah, right. Different specialties in the line. Yeah, but absolutely, you can hire a Mufassir. But that doesn't guarantee uh, guidance, by the way. Yeah, we have the best. Yeah, but you can, of course, you can. Any other questions? Okay, remind me, what should your intention be to come here? Guidance. Knowledge with a guidance? Shouldn't guidance with Arabic? Okay. We don't say علمنا, علمنا What do we say? Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala His name is Al-Hadi One of His beautiful names is Al-Hadi يعني So many people aren't here Why? They weren't, they weren't given guidance to come here You, Allah chose you Al-Hadi chose you to be here today and whoever is going to watch this video, Allah chose you to click on this video and watch it all. And whoever didn't watch this, didn't. Smart, huh? All right. Zakumala khair. Subhanakallah. Alhamdulillah. Nashallah. Ilaha lant. Nasta'afirun. Yatubu alaykum. Assalamu alaykum. Rahmatullahi.